Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking Deets. Your own personal Jesus. It's 2018. Electric vehicles are sleek, durable and efficient. But in Australia, they represent less than 1% of new vehicle purchases. Where are they all? Today I'm talking Deets with Bayad Jafari, CEO of the Electric Vehicle Council. I hope you enjoy it. Bayad Jafari, thank you very much for your time. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Steve. Uh, electric vehicles are awesome. Norwegians think so. More than 50% of them chose an electric vehicle over alternatives in 2017. In Australia, it was less than 1%. Surveys suggest that many Australian consumers are prepared to buy an electric car. What's holding back change in Australia? Hey, really, what we're looking at is a real lack of market certainty to drive investment in the electric vehicle industry in Australia. So what we see around the rest of the world is governments have stepped up and said this transition from old petrol diesel powered vehicles towards electric powered ones provide a lot of societal benefits. They make our people healthier because they remove sort of exhaust emissions. They make our environment better because they reduce CO2 emissions. They help us improve energy security because guess what? Australia doesn't have any oil, but we do have electricity. And because it's the future, there's a lot of opportunity to create great new innovative businesses and jobs in this area. So we're going to help drive that change. And so there have been policies in place to say, look, we're supportive of the technology. We want to accelerate its adoption. We haven't had that in place in Australia. So what we see is a lot of global investors looking around the world and saying, well, we're getting a lot of support everywhere else, but really no signal from this country of, you know, it looks like it's in your favour. A move from oil to electricity is great for Australia, but why aren't you doing anything about it while everyone else in the developed world is? Now, you mentioned the environmental uh, benefits as one of the reasons to move to electric vehicles. Australia's transport sector yes. accounts for almost one-fifth of Australia's emissions. However, Australia's electric grid still has quite a high emissions intensity. That is, it's still highly reliant on coal. Does that make it challenging to sell electric vehicles as an environmentally friendly alternative? No, not necessarily. I mean, today already what electric vehicles gives you is it empowers you as a consumer to drive a zero emissions vehicle. You can choose to buy a green energy product and be at zero emissions. Now, when we look at our grid more broadly, it's remembering we're talking about a transition from one technology to another. So it's not like tomorrow we're all driving electric vehicles. It's over years to come, we increasingly do so. And what's already in place is that the electricity grid is decarbonized. In fact, over the last 10 years, we've seen great you know, deep cuts in decarbonization in our electricity sector. However, increases in the amount of CO2 that comes out of our transport sector. So we're actually negating the benefits from all the you know, pain from transitioning towards the renewable energy sector because we're burning so much more petrol and diesel out of our vehicles. And Australia does actually have the least efficient fleet of least efficient fleet of road transport in the developed world. We do have much less efficient vehicles on our roads than most other countries. I think Saudi Arabia is the only country that beats us in being a little bit less efficient than us. So again, it's a question of we do need more renewable energy penetration. That's certainly important. But that's you know, the market is deciding. And you know, while there's a lot of political debate on it, <laughs> investors in energy production certainly say the future is in renewables. So it makes a lot of sense that as we make our electricity greener, we should be running our transport sector off of it. If there was a sudden surge and everyone suddenly bought electric vehicles at once, hundreds of thousands of Australians would conceivably be charging their vehicles at once, putting massive demand on the grid. Is it possible that widespread sudden uptake of electric vehicles could have unintended impacts? Okay, it'd be a, um, it'd be a, I guess, a sort of ridiculous situation to find ourselves in because what we know is that right around the world, government stepping up, market stepping up and saying, we're transitioning towards 100% electric vehicles by this date, by 2040. Now, what that means is we start setting in place plans so that we adopt smart new technologies, things 
load management, demand management technologies. That means that well, if everyone does decide they want to power their vehicles at exactly the same time, you know, as you know, as crazy a concept as that would be, there are things that we can do to actually balance out our grid. So that doesn't mean there's a sudden surge required. Things like smart meters, digital substations, we have the technology available to control that. And what we should know is, well, over the next few years and next few decades, there will be an increasing number of electric vehicles. So we need to plan and coordinate for that. Um, what, unfortunately, not having a you know, national policy in place means is that we do potentially do nothing about it and wait for it to happen and start dealing with the problem instead of dealing with what the chief minister describes as chief minister of Australia describes as a real great opportunity to actually help the ability and resilience of our grid, support more renewable energy coming onto our grid, and actually drive down the unit cost of electricity as well. So by, you know, by having more electric vehicles, we're getting a more reliable grid, a cleaner grid, and actually cheaper electricity price. Government action sounds like it's key to this process. What would be top of your policy wish lists in terms of infrastructure or uptake incentives? Yeah, there are two things that we talk about when it comes to the government's role in transition to electric vehicles. Certainly, the private sector has a very important role. They need to be the driving force behind this. But what government does is, first and foremost, sets the ecosystem. Right? So they say, this is what we want our market to look like. It's not just about let the industry do it all by themselves because we say, well, there's one technology that's better for us than the other one, so we want to support that one over and above, right? We spend a lot of money importing oil to Australia. It would be better for us if we powered our road transport based on electricity that we have. It's better for our economy. It creates more jobs. So first of all, it's about sending that signal that this is something that is occurring. We're aware of it. We are supportive of it. Come and bring your investment here to Australia, you know, as you are doing in the rest of the world. So the two key things that we ask for is immediately look at short-term uh, methods to accelerate the market for electric vehicles. We're about 10 times further behind the rest of the world's global average in market uptake. We have about you know 2,200 electric vehicles sold last year, which is about 0.2% of market share. Globally, that looks closer to 2% market share um, in, 20, in 2017. So we've got a lot of work just to catch up. And what that does is it says to the people producing electric vehicles priced around $30,000 to $40,000 that are available overseas that if you bring your product to Australia, there's certainty there. People are going to buy it. We're going to put it into our fleet. So things like short-term tax exemptions to break down the price of the vehicle, the upfront cost of the vehicle, setting fleet targets to say if you bring it, you know, we'll make 100% of our fleet electric once there's something suitable available to us. And then the next big tranche of work is the coordination piece of recognising if this is the future of how road transport works, how do we coordinate our electricity, transport, planning, infrastructure systems so that we're maximising the benefits of this new technology. And you touched on price. At the moment, electric vehicles are somewhat a rich man's game. Entry-level BEVs, that is battery electric vehicles, are just under $50,000. i am thinking about the Nissan Leaf and the Tesla. Can we envisage more affordable EVs on the ground in Australia soon? And so it's important to note that electric vehicles are not a rich man's game. It's electric vehicles available in Australia are higher priced. So that's the key there, because when we look at the markets in the US, in Asia, across Europe, electric vehicles across the $30,000, dollars $50,000 price range certainly exist today. The question is, with those lower priced, higher volume vehicles, a manufacturer, like any other investor, needs to look at it and say, well, where can I get the most bang for my buck? I have all of these other markets you know, throwing support between behind electric vehicles, Australia doing nothing. So where should I deploy this product? You know, where, you know, the, the car is an investment for them and saying, if I bring it to Australia, I need to know that I can sell three, 4,000 of this to make my return. Now, that certainty is provided by governments overseas. It's not by Australia. So again, it's really not about what is the technology capable of or how cheap are electric vehicles 
or who's going to invest to build a charging infrastructure. These are problems that are being resolved and have been resolved overseas. Our key is uh, how do we make sure that we stay at least in the middle of the pack, but ideally at ahead of it as well. And where can people find out more about your work with the Electric Vehicle Council? So we have a website, it's the Electric Vehicle, not the, just electricvehiclecouncil.com.au. Uh, so we, as an organisation, we're a membership organisation that represents companies from right across Australia's economy. So it's, you know, obviously car companies, uh, people building vehicles, people powering them, electricity companies, infrastructure groups. And really our message um, to the industry community as well as to government is that there's a real great opportunity here to drive industry investment, to create new jobs inside of this new sector and create the jobs of the future rather than hanging around and, you know, trying to run out the tap on the jobs of the park. Sounds like Australia's got some catching up to do. Uh, thank you once again for your time. Thank you. Reach out and touch faith. Reach out and touch faith.